hey, thanks for stopping in and uh, deciding to listen to the musings of my heart. God bless you. Just hang on. I'll be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone, and I am glad that you stopped by to listen for these minutes uh, during this episode. Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. Well, we are shifting a little bit. I want to start, I'm starting uh, a series on the love of God and this particular episode uh, really just flowed from my heart. I was, I was just thinking about what, uh, you know, I actually said, I don't think I'm going to record anything today. And then the Holy Spirit just, just laid something so heavy on my heart um, as soon as I said that. So that let me know that I, so what I did was I just started recording and that's what you'll hear today, just a flow from from my heart. And uh, I want to base it, though, uh, because this is about the Word of God, I want to base it on the Scripture, uh, and it's Romans 5, 8. And it is, But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. All right, so let's get started. In this episode, I make a brief reference to parents and children, and I want to make it known that I am in no way referring to parents who abuse their children in any way. I'm referring only to parents who discipline their children out of genuine love, pure parental love, not abuse. Plunge headlong into the love of God, the love of a father, the love that surpasses all human love. Plunge deep into the love that will capture your heart. For eternity, plunge deep into the love that no one can take from you. Plunge deep into the love of our Heavenly Father who gave up His only begotten Son so that we could have the right to eternal life with Him. Listen, I just want to share with you that God's love never changes. His love never fails. God's love will transform even the hardest heart that surrenders to him. God's love will take our brokenness and heal it. God's love will actually make us new. God's love, because it is true love, will have us take a look at ourselves. It will have us take a look at ourselves 
Show us who we really are and who we are really not. And God's love will begin the transformation process. We have access to this kind of love that loves us good, bad, ugly, terrible, messed up. We have access to this kind of love that will pursue us when we are running in the opposite direction. What other kind of love does that? God's love. God's love that he sends through others who don't mind loving his way. God's love is real, y'all. God's love changed my life. God's love was exhibited through others, other believers who decided that no matter what I look like, no matter what I acted like, no matter what I sounded like, no matter what I said, they were going to love me anyway. That's transformational love. Transformational love. I can't tell you How many times, as I reflect on God's love, how many times I have broken down in tears, broken out in worship and in praise, just thinking about the love of God and not even the love of God only toward me, but the love of God toward humanity. God continues to pour out his love. And let me tell you, sometimes God's love doesn't look like love. How many times has the love of your parents not looked like they loved you at all? It looked like they were only out to hurt you and cause you pain and discomfort because you didn't like or because what they were doing to express their love for you didn't feel good. But when you look back, you can say, wow, they really did love me. Maybe they didn't love me the way I thought they should love me, but they really loved me. They loved me fiercely. Magnify that 10,000 times with a perfect love that has no faults and no failures in it. Magnify that 50,000 times. We can't even fathom the depth, the breadth, the width, the height of God's love. All we know is that he is love. That's the love I want in my life. And that's the love that he has given us access to. Some of us decide we don't want that because we decide we don't want God, because we decide we don't want Jesus. 
We don't want Jesus. We don't want the one who literally in love with us gave up his life for us. We don't want that. But if you just taste and see that the Lord is good, doesn't always feel good, doesn't always look good, doesn't always sound good. Matter of fact, sometimes it sounds outright hateful. But God is love. Period. He is love. And his love honestly sometimes transcends our our own understanding. We just, I look, I just can't get with it sometimes. But when I when I really because I understand the character of God, because I really know that he loves because he is love, then whatever he does, I have that foundation. That it's because of his love that he chastises. It's because of his love. If he didn't love us, if he didn't love humanity, listen, we would be serving, well, chances are we wouldn't be serving him at all. He would be this dictator, dictator God. Dropping a hammer. This world would be a mess. We would be a mess for real, y'all. If we served a dictator God who who did not did not rule out of love, but ruled out of in anger and in hatred. And listen, we see earthly examples of that now, don't we? We see earthly examples of human rulers not ruling out of love, not ruling from a place of respect, admiration, and love, but we see them ruling from a place of pride, arrogance, anger, hatred, domination, power, believing they have absolute power, When God has absolute power, we don't. But God, who was rich in mercy, while we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us while we were yet in our sins. While we were doing, while we were wilding out, while we were blaspheming the name of God, while we were some worshiping the devil, while we were determined, determined to live life on our terms while we listen while we even sat up in the church and pretended 
to know God. While we had on a facade, while we wore a mask of Christianity, but our hearts were far from God, while we decided that that Christian life was not for me, not for you, not for us, not for me, while we lived apart from God, Christ died. He gave up. Not only did he give up his life, listen, he gave up glory for a time. He gave up heaven. He gave up living in splendor. He gave up the worship of angels and the worship of of him. He gave it up so we could live. We hear about parents who give up their lives for their children, who stand, who take a bullet for their children, who, who would, who would, if they could give their lives, parents like me, who would, if, if needed to, would give my life. There was a story yesterday. It may not have been in the news. I don't know. But I, I follow someone who has the inside track to what's going on in the Middle East. And there was this image and it was heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. But the beauty in that story was the earthquake that happened Turkey and, and, the, and, and Syria, the earthquakes. And this father had covered his son when the building fell the son lived they found the son alive and they found but they found they found the son covered the father uh, intentionally covered his son the father lost his life gave his life for that child and that child lived. Now, of course, there will be trauma. There will be, there will be all kinds of things going on. But that child lived just like us. Our father gave. He, listen, oh my God, Jesus Christ, he covered us. He covered us with his own death, his own sacrifice. He laid out his life for us. He covered us with his blood. He shed his blood. And when he was lifted up, it caused us to live. It caused me to live. It gave me the right to live. It gave me access to eternal life and life more abundantly while I live on this earth. Christ gave his life for me and for you. All hell broke loose against him, but he didn't turn back. He didn't run. You know what he did? He knew this was going to happen. Jesus knew he was going to perish. He didn't run. What he did was he went to his father. He went to the heavenly father 
and he laid out before him and he cried as a human and said, Lord, if it be, if it be your will, my father, let this cup that I'm going to endure, let it pass. But if not, I will do your will. And Jesus stayed there. He stayed there in the garden of Gethsemane. And he sweat, as it were, great drops of blood. He stayed there at the feet of his father, crying out in agony. And I dare say, crying out in agony for the souls of every human being that he would, that he would give his life for. Because he got to the place where he said, Lord, nevertheless, thy will be done. Let's do this. And he got up empowered and strengthened. And the angels came and ministered to him. And he went forward and he gave his life. He let them. He allowed them to affix him to a cross. He allowed them to beat him. He allowed them to put nails on his, uh, the crown of thorns on his head. He allowed them to beat him and whip him beyond recognition. He allowed them. He allowed us to crucify him. He allowed humanity. He allowed the enemy He allowed it, beaten beyond recognition, flesh hanging everywhere, blood pouring out from his mangled body on the cross for me and for you so we could experience this great magnificent love that goes beyond any human love. Jesus. Jesus did this. Jesus' love covered us. And it covers us today. And it covers you. If you don't know him, If you are in sin, if you have decided to run from God, his love is crying out to you today. It's crying out to you. And not only that, listen, Jesus did die on the cross. He did. That's a historical fact if you want to go there. Historically proven that he died, he was buried. And guess what? He got up. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, got up from the grave. Showed himself to many, many, many people. Fact. He got up. Truth, he got up. Truth, he rose from the dead. Truth, he ascended back to glory, to his father where he came from. Truth, all power 
placed back into his hands. He has the keys to the kingdom. He has power over death, hell, and the grave. We have access to this great love wherewith he loved us. I tell you, that doesn't make your heart beat (laughs) on the regular. I mean, wow. Well, listen, that's it. I just, um, it's just amazing, the love of God. So I, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to start, I, I'm planning on starting a series on For the Love of God. And just, of course, I don't know how long this series is going to go. I did a series on fear. I may go back to, to that every now and then. But the love of God, we, we have to know it. We have to experience it. I mean, truly experience it because it is so freeing. It will free us. You know, to live this this life the way God wants us to live it. So I want to do this series. I'm going to start uh, on the 17th of February, and I know I know these podcast episodes are are, are pr- pretty much timeless. So um, it may not mean anything to you, but I'm going to say February 17th, 2023. I'm actually going to uh, have my daughter Kelly come on to the podcast and we're going to have a conversation about God's love and what it's meant in her life and in her journey back to relationship with with Christ. So I'm so excited and uh, I just want you to to be listening. But just remember, God loves you. And, and it's really not this, you know, this... Um, touchy-feely kind of love. That kind of love is cool, but it has its limits, okay? So, and and love is the love that we want, the love that we want to experience is a love that uh, has made a decision. Because when, when you're loved, it's because the one who loves you has made a decision to love you. And that decision transcends emotions. We have emotions. Yes, they're beautiful. The the emotions of love. They're beautiful. But when someone decides that they're going to love you or they decide that they're going to love me, then then that goes beyond how they feel because how we feel, y'all know, how we feel changes from moment to moment. It could change from second to second based on what's going on in our lives, based on, you know, what, what's happening or, or what we're involved in. That love can change. So that emotion can change. We are, you know, our emotions fluctuate. But when a decision is made to love, that, that stands. When a decision is made, when you decide that, hey, I'm going to love you. I'm going to love that person. You're saying, no matter what, no matter how I feel, no matter what's going on, I made a decision to commit myself 
And that's what God did through Christ. He committed himself and, and he committed himself to the max. You commit yourself to dying for someone, listen, and not just someone you're committing, you know, God through Christ committed himself to dying for a human, a humanity that was steeped in sin. We were so far from perfect, but God already knew. Before he created us, he already knew we would fall. He already knew Adam and Eve would go ballistic. He already knew. And before that happened, he had already committed that he would send his son. He already had the plan in place. That kind of commitment, that that's that's what I long for. And that's what I received when I received his son. And day after day and moment after moment, the love of God becomes more and more real to me. And I pray it's the same for you. Let, just experience God's love. Experience, you know, and, and you find his love in his word. That's what this is about, right? Walk in the word. We are walking. We're learning to live according to the word of God. Listen, we are learning to love according to the word of God. Not based on our emotions, but based on decisions that we make. Listen, we make a decision to love God. No matter how we feel. That's a proper foundation. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that you have an amazing, amazing day and that you allow God's love, however he shows it to you, to rest in your heart today and to help lift you if you need lifting, to help comfort you if you need comforting. Let his love um, surround you if you feel alone. Let his love rest on you today. Let it rest on you. If you're feeling unloved, let his love, his perfect love, fill you. Let his perfect love cast out fear. The fear that causes you to tremble. The fear that causes you to doubt even God himself. Let his perfect love cast that out. All right, Father in Jesus' name, thank you so, so much for this opportunity just to share from my heart on what your love means to me and what you have done to express your love, your perfect, undying, eternal, magnificent, gracious powerful love. Thank you, Father. Thank you that even though that love sometimes doesn't look like it, doesn't make us feel good, it's a love that will keep us and hold us and actually cause us be accountable so thank you 
bless your name. And help us to love others like you loved us, sacrificially, truthfully. Help us to be who you called us to be, Lord. And for those who have never experienced, never welcomed your love, because the human love that they experienced hurt them too much or broke their hearts. I pray, Father, that you would begin the process of melting that pain away by introducing your love to them. I thank you for it. I bless your name, God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I look forward to hearing your comments. And you have a great day. See you next week. Bye-bye.